Wow. Welcome, welcome. We are well into the second hour of the show. It is 34 minutes past 7 p.m. Um, and the weekend began literally over, I think, it began at 6, so uh, we're well into it. It's been over an hour now. Um, I hope that you are feeling the festivities, not not the festivities, but that weekend fever um, and being intentional about planning on what you're going to be doing with your family uh, or friends. Um, I know that I've already planned that I'm just going to be hanging out with some friends, um, you know, laughing and one of my my my. my f- um, closest friends actually recently had a uh, a baby so I'm going to be visiting him uh, and his wife and we're literally just going to be sitting having conversations and enjoying the new little one um it's been it's been it's been a while now it's not a very recent uh uh birth um I think actually the kid is probably either or have has already reached a month if not approaching a month but it's still a newborn right it's still a newborn so we're going to be having ourselves a good time um and I'm 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 planning definitely planning to go there and enjoy myself so what are you going to be doing for the weekend who are you going to be blessing with your presence um and with whatever God has blessed you with um now we heading straight into our discussion for the evening um, and of course, this we've been having very difficult conversations. Um, and I know that these are conversations that are very difficult for parents to have with their children. And I think more often than not, it is because parents have not and often fail at creating friendships with their children. Um, and, and, and quite honestly speaking, I, I really am adamant about this, the fact that parents do need to learn to befriend their kids more um, and to, to start doing it at a very early age. Because once kids get older they, and you've, you've gotten them used to that, they come home, they put their bags down and they go straight to the room and lock themselves in the room until it's time for dinner or supper, uh, then you're definitely going to feel it when they get older uh, because they, will have, they won't know you. They will live in your house. You won't know them and they will not know you. Um, So I would really recommend making it a habit to take your kids out for ice cream, take them out for meals, um, especially when they're young, because you're grooming that relationship. It gets much harder when they're older, especially when you yourself as a parent are unable to just humble yourself, you know, and just say to your child, like, I just want to hang out with you, please. I'm your mother. Or I just want to hang out with you, please. I'm your dad. Just bless me with your presence. I don't want to be an absolute stranger to you. I want to share stories of when I was younger and I'd like you to share stories of how you're experiencing your life right now and I'd like us to laugh together and to have memorable experiences. Um, that's not easy to say to your high school, to, to, to your teenager, right? It's not easy to say. Now, as I mentioned earlier that this month we've been focusing on teenagers affected by COVID-19 and how has that impacted or changed their lives? What has it driven them to? Now, there's been a lot of suicides within the country. Um, there's been a lot of teenage pregnancy and young kids having sex in high school, um, quite sadly, uh, not even realizing how much they're damaging in the future. It really hurts when uh, you as a young person do things that That'll damage your future, right? Because you don't know how valuable it is for you to not do that thing and how you abstaining or staying away from sex will actually benefit you in the long run. Uh, But because you're seeing it being done currently, you just want to do it and you're seeing everybody else joining the party. So you want to join it now. 
what is the meaning of friendship, right? Are your friends at school a good influence on you? Are they good friends? Are they friends worth keeping? Uh, so we're having that conversation. My school BFFs uh, or my school, my BFF in school. Do you have any best friends in, 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 at your school? Uh, do you have anyone that you consider? This one is my friend. I know that when I go to school, when it's break time, we're going to be hanging out together. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that. And I look forward to it almost every day. Um, and I get to show, tell them what I've done over the weekend. Um, you know, you don't have to refer to them as a best friend uh, or especially a best best friend forever. Um, and I know that we, especially for guys uh, or boys, boys don't often refer to each other as best friends. Uh, but that's the thing, though. Um, when you're young, when you're in high school, and even in primary, you don't stop much to think about the friends that you have and you don't ponder on whether they are friends that you should have, right? Um, I want to let that linger a bit. Um, do you sit down and think about the friends that you have and do you even more importantly sit down and think about whether these are friends that you should have? Right. Um, and I do think that we all need guidance, especially when we're young. Uh, we need guidance in discerning which friends are worth keeping, which friends add value, uh, which friends are toxic and cause us um, to do things that we would otherwise not do and things that we will regret in the future. I can tell you now that when I was younger as a kid, I had friends that 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 I hung around that eventually caused me to regret the things I did with them. Um, and to this day, if I would go back in time, you know, as much as I thought I was having fun at the time, um, if I could go back in time, I would quite honestly choose to do differently um, with the understanding that I have now. Um, and I think you have the privilege of someone at least laying it out to you and letting you know that it is not worth it. Having friends that are toxic is not worth it. So let's talk first. We, we, or rather, let me not even um, uh, get into it right now. We will talk about what exactly is a toxic friendship. What is a good friendship? Because there's no point in us talking about uh, friendships, friends that lead you astray if we don't paint a picture of what good friends look like because you will leave the toxic friends but you will not know how to find the good friends. We continue with our topic about high school uh, BFFs, your friends in high school. Who are they? Um, and should you even, be, should you even uh, continue hanging out with them? Um, how can you even discern that these are actually bad friends? friends. Now, the first thing that I, I, I want us to establish is the fact that um, friendship is something that should add value in your life. Um, friendship is something that um, you, 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 you need to make sure that the people that you consider your friends are actually people that whenever you're hanging around them, you benefit. And I don't mean it in the sense that, you know, they spend money on you or you benefit materialistically. I mean that they actually add value to your life. Um, it may sound like it's a selfish thing, but I promise you, if someone is not building you, then they're definitely destroying you. If they're not challenging you to grow, then they're challenging you to actually decay and wither. Um, and that's something you do not want in your life. So, for example, are the friends that you're hanging out with encouraging you to study? Are they um, encouraging you to, you know, go and seek to do things that develop you? 
Um, are they are they every time you make you you make fun of someone and tease them in a terrible way? I'm not saying that teasing each other is 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 a sin or teasing each other is something that you should never ever 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 do. But I know that in in in, in at school teasing can actually become very very harmful. Uh, there are kids who commit suicide just based on people teasing them. Um, and and I'm not even going to mention bullying right now because bullying is is at the other end of the spectrum. Uh, where a lot of lot of young people have actually uh, taken their own lives because they could not stand being bullied. Uh, they could not stand it. But I want you to remember that that's the power that your tongue has. Uh, whenever you're at school and you're making fun of someone and you're making fun of them, especially for something that they were born with or a situation that they live in, maybe their parents are, cannot afford to buy them uh, proper shoes. So you laugh at the fact that they have torn shoes. Consider that and, and, and consider what it actually means. Um, that's very, very important. Consider the impact that it might have on you. Uh, consider the impact that it might especially have on them. Uh, because when you get home, you forget about what you did, but they remember it hurts and they grow up with insecurities. And that's definitely not something you want on your hands. It is blood on your hands. And, and I, I don't mean to sound doom and gloomy, uh, but unfortunately, it is that serious. Uh, it is that serious. So are the friends that you're hanging out with encouraging you to speak life into other people? Are they encouraging you that if someone falls to go and help them, pick their bag up, pick their books up and help them stand up? Or do they just look and laugh just because someone tripped? Um, that's where that's how you find someone who that's how you know you found a friend who is worth sticking around. Now, obviously, if you have a friend who is not perfect, I'm not trying to say you should find a friend who never, ever, ever, ever makes a mistake or a friend who is a, a saint to such an extent that they never do anything that is deemed, um, you know, uncool or <clears throat> something that, that, you know, they never do something mean. Let me rather put it that way. No one is perfect. What I'm trying to say is rather try to find the friends that um, minimize um, such behavior, toxic behavior. And toxic behavior is when uh, your your friend in, in, in high school is encouraging you to do things that even you know you should not be doing, um, especially if you're, if you're born again and you're saved. God, the Holy Spirit, will remind you and let you know in your spirit that you shouldn't be doing this. You should be, um, you know, focusing on, I mean, you should be loving your mother, not um, shouting at her and raising your voice at her. You should be loving your parents and honoring them. You should be loving other kids, other students that are in your school. You should be showing them love and care rather than, than, than always um, using your words to beat them down and make fun of them. Um, and, and I think it should matter to you. That really should matter. So friends in high school, it is important. You know, you know I, I quite honestly have to say that high school friends are some of the meanest, 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 meanest people you can meet. Um, um, primary and high school friends can be so, so mean. Um, I think it gets better in primary and especially in varsity. Um, so, so I understand that it can be a prevalent culture to just, you know, laugh at a person whenever something bad happens to them. Uh, but apart from just being mean to other kids, there are some friends that are just 
bad for you personally as an individual because they're not there to build you. They're literally there to destroy you. If you're hanging around friends who always tell you that you're not good enough, whenever you tell them of something you want to try, they tell you, no, you can't do that. How can you do that? Look at yourself. Or they always tell you that you're not pretty or handsome or you don't look good. That's why the girls aren't paying attention to you. That's not a friend to keep. Um, that's a friend to actually desert and leave behind you. Um, so, so think, ponder upon that and ask yourself if the friends that you have in your life are there to add value or are they there to destroy? Um, are they there to help you build or are they there to just destroy and leave everything in shambles? Uh, a very, very good question to ask. I mean, you have a, a display of good friendships in the Bible, which we don't understand or appreciate the value of. Uh, we often think that the way that we find our friends is the way that friends should be. Unfortunately, it's not. Uh, friendship is something that is reciprocal. What you do, um, uh, what, what you pour into me, I should be able to pour into you. They should be reciprocal. If I, if I show you love, commitment, um, if, if I check on you when you're not well, um, to some degree you should make the effort. I'm not saying it's always going to be equal and it, it more, most often is not going to be. But at the very least, there should be an effort to build one another, to encourage one another towards uh, uh, bettering ourselves and pursuing things that are good for us, right? Instead of pursuing things that are bad for us.